Welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Lise Rallis. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which Which, is us. Yeah, it's us. Um, And we we read the news, so you don't have to. Yeah, um, and guys, speaking of reading the news, we have a breaking news update. Uh Just as we sat down, um, our good friend, Michael Cohen is uh submitting himself to the fbi yes yes he's submit he's tentatively pleading guilty to campaign finance violations and faces three to four years in prison yeah which is interesting because apparently paul manafort's trial the jury is still deliberating on one one of, of 18 one counts of 18 counts that they can't come to a consensus on so one trial ends and another begins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and on, on Flynn, they just pushed back his sentencing again. So, so yeah, that just broke. All, all that today. Yeah. Um, but if you want to know more about that, as you guys know, we are now doing the SUP Siesta, which is a Monday through Friday, late afternoon, 10-minute news rundown on IGTV. Today will be Sammy and Brian. Yes. And I'm sure they'll have any more info yeah i mean this stuff is happening really quickly and we're recording at 3 30 so who knows by then who knows by late afternoon a completely different story yeah we might you know michael cohen might have completely flipped who knows yes brian yes what's getting you through this week in trump's america (laughs) well um you know music usually has a big part in it (laughs) um uh yeah, Ariana Grande just released an album, but that's not what's getting me through. <laughs> Last night was the VMAs, mm-hmm. and yes, the VMAs are great. Whatever, mm-hmm. I didn't watch. I wrote my, I wrote a recap. It's up on Betches. Oh, I read the know. recap, but I didn't watch it, so I basically <laughs> watched it. Um, and what got what I found very interesting was what America's favorite lawyer, I mm-hmm. guess, Michael Avenetti, was there in attendance. Yes. For reasons unbeknownst to anyone else. I literally screamed when I saw the picture of him. <laughs> uh, not to shout out my own Instagram, but if you follow me at Pandalise, P-A-N-D-A-L-I-S-E, you <laughs> will see the picture of Michael yeah. Avenatti on the VMA pink carpet. Yes. He's wearing just like his regular suit. Yeah. But he's walking by himself. Yeah. And like I <laughs> saw I, I, you you posted that last night and then I commented on it and then we texted about it. Yeah. Because it's just, <laughs> just like, so like, what the fuck are you doing? And so... I guess it's like him just like I honestly it's weird that he makes so many public appearances like yeah. even on like we're living in this weird age where these high profile case lawyers are all on fucking television all the time right like if you guys remember Michael Avenatti is Stormy Daniels the porn star suing Michael Cohen and Donald Trump um uh, representing lawyer and he is like all over the news and like Giuliani's all over the news like wh- why are, just like be lawyers in a courthouse right like okay so first of all my thing is how the fuck are you gonna invite Avenatti and not get Stormy in there she's actually in entertainment yeah that would make more <laughs> it sense it makes to more me. sense for her to be there and yeah and so Michael so um Variety actually asked him they're like why are you here (laughs) (laughs) important question (laughs) and he's like and so he responded he's like well I was invited to this great event it's a pretty cool event I thought I'd show up it's like okay and so this is just like fueling speculation you know because people think he's like teasing that he's gonna run for president in 2020 yeah i mean he's flat out said like i'm seriously considering it people seem enthusiastic he first teased it in july and said that he he would run if he doesn't think that whoever the democratic candidates aren't 
like good at whatever and then he said last night um i'm serious about it i'm seriously looking at it i'm traveling around talking to people in the country and i've been really surprised at how much enthusiasm there is for the potential i'm going to make a decision be smart about it deliberative who are these people that you're meeting with all over the country that are excited at the prospect of you running for president yeah like, i don't believe you like i flat I, just don't and, i think he's might be confusing that people are just excited to see him and know who he is because he goes on every tv yeah. show and shows up at the vmas and has his own hashtag hashtag basta and yeah. like he's handsome and all this stuff like i think he thinks that he's confusing his like celebrity for being able to run for president but then again donald trump is the president and i just so. want yeah and also it's interesting it's funny because like his pin tweet is like many have asked me what i my positions are on x amount of like you know the issues and then it's like it's like a it's like a screenshot of like a pdf document <laughs> of like it's like medicare for all bold and underlined and then his position college affordability like like all of like the talk points it's like did are, are a lot of people asking you i don't think they are i don't think no who i don't if you guys are listening and you want michael avenetti to run for president let us know because i really just don't believe that anybody actually wants this i think i think at this point we're so far out from 2020 and anyone who's like actually a reasonable candidate is doing that like dance of being like i'm focused on yeah. the midterms right now like i'm focused on right now i do want someone that's like a former lawyer to be president yeah i, think, I mean it's like because they I understand mean, the constitution it's i'm no also holds, basically just talking about kamala harris yeah Sorry. <laughs> it's like no holds barred at this point like donald trump is president so i guess the field is open but i would love to get back to like <laughs> like a politician yeah I know, <laughs> being president nice. like i i not it doesn't have they don't have to be like the longest serving politician but someone in the political arena i guess michael avenatti is but also i want michael avenatti to focus on the stormy daniels case yeah he could end all this for us very quickly right i'm and like just do your damn job don't go to the vmas don't go to the after party exactly i'm like this shit was filmed on a sunday night it goes late like i need you to be at your house pouring over the case documents <laughs> figuring out what's going on with stormy daniels yeah like if i was stormy daniels i would call him up and be like are you at the vmas yeah like dude do your job we and have a meeting also tomorrow. like isn't he also like representing a bunch of immigrants in the um, migrant children crisis yeah the <laughs> it's like you have a lot to do you bro. have a lot of cases and like you're you're doing the, you're doing a good job like you're doing the good work like keep it up yeah. don't like go to the fucking vmas yeah it's Anyhow. like i i like i enjoy michael avenatti i also think he's really handsome but i don't want him to be the president i don't need to see him on morning joe every morning no if he was running against donald trump i would vote for him but that's like that's easy to yeah say. that's like a really there's so a, many people that is a low low bar. there are really so many people that i would vote for okay anyways elise <sighs> what about you what's getting you through this week okay this is something guys i want to say that my thing contains graphic content and so if you're listening with children number one that's really just not something that you should be doing <laughs> well you know get those children woke it's yeah fine. it's fine but we do like curse and second of all i don't know i don't know where you might be listening to this but this is this does have graphic content so brett kavanaugh yeah. we all remember him he's trump's supreme court justice nominee there's currently a battle going on about to release like a lot of his documents yeah. from when he was in government he's bad we don't want him to be a supreme court justice etc no. etc yesterday a list of questions was released that brett kavanaugh wanted to ask 
Bill Clinton when Kavanaugh was working on the Ken Starr investigation mm-hmm. in the Clinton impeachment trial. Now, Brett Kavanaugh has this like weird relationship with whether or not presidents should speak to special counsel. Yeah. It and seems like he thinks Democratic ones should. Yeah. And Republicans he was don't like, have I'm going to be really hard on this guy because he should he should not be president or something. Yeah. So basically, these were some questions that he proposed to ask. And sort of in his preface to this, he's like, I don't think that we should not ask sexually explicit questions. We got to be hard on this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Bill Clinton ultimately did not have to answer these questions. But I just wanted to share some of them with you because they are graphic. (laughs) (laughs) So so, um, these aren't all of them. But, you know, it starts out with some standard questions. Yada, yada, yada. Did Monica Lewinsky, if Monica Lewinsky said... um, that you should if, if Monica Lewinsky says that you agreed to lie about your relationship with her would she be lying which That's, honestly that would just confuse me if someone asked me that yeah question. the phrasing of the questions is all weird and then he <sighs> says uh you know would Monica Lewinsky if Monica Lewinsky says that you inserted a cigar into her vagina in the Oval Office would she be lying now that didn't shock me as much because I've heard that before I haven't <laughs> heard that yeah surprisingly that is known um that he did that I, um, I don't know enough about cigars or vaginas to know if that's practical i don't think it's healthy <laughs> i see how it works I, physically oh okay physically i didn't understand like i wasn't sure if like the cigar would break apart or i mean that's my worry yeah obviously i mean we're hoping this is a tightly rolled cigar <laughs> it's a nice cuban cigar um which would be another which would be also a violation yeah. at that time wow okay and then the last questions are the ones What's that i just <laughs> okay so these the last questions these are so graphic again and the but i can't stop thinking about them if monica Lewinsky says that on several occasions you gave her oral sex then made her stop then ejaculated into the sink in the bathroom off the oval office would she be lying what so (laughs) so yeah i mean just take that in and then the final one if monica Lewinsky says that you masturbated into a trash can in your secretary's office would she be lying? The one before that is not bad, too. If Monica Lewinsky says that you ejaculated into her mouth on two occasions in the Oval Office, would she be lying? In the Oval Office area. Area. Which makes me... So all of these things... Reading this, first of all, I was like, Bill Clinton's semen is on everything in the White House. <laughs> like, he's, he's... I mean, this is... these. This, he's a depraved man. Number one. Number two, she was his 22-year-old intern, and that's disgusting. Yeah. Number three, at first I was like, this is so disrespectful to the Oval Office. (laughs) But then I read the questions because I read them 2,000 times. I read the questions more clearly. And so... Yeah, they all say area. The Oval Office area... Or the and bathroom then off the Oval The office. bathroom off the Oval Office is the other one. And then this trash can in his secretary's office, which is admittedly very rude to his secretary. <laughs> but this makes me think, was Bill Clinton leaving the Oval Office to come out of respect? Yeah. I, <laughs> he was like, stop. We have to go. We have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, he had a high regard for the office of the presidency. And then the other thing is just like, where do you find the time? I know. You're the president. You're the president. There's also like, like, how do you get alone with an aide that many times? Like an, an right? a White House intern. Like, where are your advisors? And, you know, it's like, just, I don't know. Like, I mean, we talk about how Trump's White House is an unprecedented shit show. And it is. But let's not forget that this also was like going how on. much of this was you think Kavanaugh's like imagination? I think. Or is like all of this substantiated 
I think these are things that She's Monica Lewinsky about, said. Yeah. The cigar thing is definitely something that she told Linda Tripp or like whoever. she told her friends. Yeah, yeah. So. so I think this is all stuff that she said. Oh my! Which is it reminds me of I watched like an old uh, '90s era SNL sketch mm-hmm. uh, that was Molly Shannon as Monica Lewinsky amazing and it's her um and it's supposed to be her giving the state of the union and it's like her green screen into the state of the union and then it keeps cutting to like actual reaction shots of the state of the union from that time and it's her and she's just telling a really really long sexually explicit story about the president and oh, then it keeps cutting God. back to the audience like either <laughs> clapping or like looking really upset and it's like it's like newt gingrich shaking his head and stuff yeah. and it was very funny he did have a lot of orgasms it seems like yeah some of which were not earned in the proper way we'll just say that um so yeah i just i read those yet yesterday and i was like this is disgusting (laughs) disgusting and just bizarre this is truly gross the only thing that i can think of time wise is that maybe like he's on a Trumpy schedule in the sense that like Trump gets up really early to watch Fox and friends. Like maybe he was getting up really early to like yeah. <laughs> masturbate into his secretary. I can. don't know. That's weird. Should we get into the news? Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. We're done with that. That was, that was a lot for me to put on yeah. your little so, minds and I'm so sorry. I mean, you have big minds, but I'm just yeah. saying it's half, it's the end of the day. Um, so there are a lot of updates in terms of what the special counsel is up to. Yeah. Um, so over the weekend, I forgot my notes outside, but you know what? I'm just going to remember from my head. No, I wrote them on the stickers. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> We're going to use Brian's um, brain power. Brian's brain power, which is not a lot. <laughs> um, actually, if you type in Brian, mm-hmm. it usually autocorrects to brain. But anyways, um, <laughs> so Don McGahn, the White House counsel, mm-hmm. uh, the New York Times reported that he's been cooperating with the Mueller investigation, mm-hmm. uh, has met with at least three times for a yeah. total of 30 hours. We talked a bit, a little bit this on yesterday's siesta. Yes. And so basically he agreed to cooperate because Donald Trump encouraged him to. And McGahn was like, why is he encouraging me to cooperate so much? Like, I know so many things that you've done. Like, are you trying to set me up? So he kind of swung the pendulum and McGahn is now like overly cooperating. Yes. And the white house like doesn't understand, like doesn't have the full scope of what he's told the special counsel. Like, I think that it was revealed to Mueller and his team that, that Trump wanted to fire him in the summer of 2017 because McGahn told him and it didn't happen. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that it's like basically like your personal lawyer testifying to the prosecutor in the case against you. Yeah. Really and, it, and it rings back to, it brings up like a Nixon uh, comparison yeah. because Nixon's special counsel, yeah, John Dean, John Dean ended up, flipping on Nixon essentially because he got wind that Nixon was going to throw him under the bus. Yes, exactly. So he was just like, well, fuck this. I'm going to cover my own tracks. So Mm -hmm. people are, people are making that comparison. And Donald Trump even made that comparison in a tweet because he tweeted out like, I allowed Don McGahn to go. People are competing, comparing him to Nixon's lawyer, but it's not true. Yeah. And And he like calls Nixon's lawyer like a rat. And it's like, well, Nixon was actually defrauding the American people. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Like what? Yeah. 
what? And he was telling the truth. Like all the things he told. He's gonna start tweeting like pro Nixon things. He's like Nixon got a got a bad bad deal. deal. Well, Nixon's already been pardoned. Yeah. But you know what? Donald Trump has accidentally tried to pardon people twice before, so maybe he tries to pardon Nixon again. That's true. And so they all went on this like PR twist. Like Giuliani was on Meet the Press, and that's when the whole like the truth isn't the truth thing. Yeah. And they're talking about how like um. Because if, if one person says one thing and then another person says another, then what's the truth? It's like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, that's just the way shit is. Like, yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with actual truth either. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Exactly. Evidence is evidence. And if they have the evidence, then it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if the facts are facts, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, um, Donald Trump is now, he told Reuters that he doesn't want to be interviewed by Mueller because he thinks it's a perjury trap. Which is like, okay, funny. Like you, if you, what is a perjury trap? Like, I don't understand. Just tell the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's like an op, I guess it's an opportunity for him to perjure himself, which he will. Yeah. Because. But like, I don't know what we said. What that example I just gave is not a, like perjury. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, just we're not don't talking, lie. Yeah, we're not talking about like minor discrepancies and like date, time, and place things that might be remembered wrong. There are some things that like are true throughout yeah. people's tellings of stories, and lawyers and special prosecutors and law enforcement officials know how to suss out those things. And he also told Reuters, "I could run it if I want to." Speaking about the Mueller probe. I'm totally allowed to be involved if I wanted to be. So far, I haven't chosen to be involved. I'll stay out. Okay, well, you haven't stayed out, A. You tweet about it every fucking day. No. Like, that Mueller is is rigged, as I like to say, yeah. rigged. And he has angry Democrats, which is also not true because he's a Republican. Yeah. Um, so is James Comey. So you have kind of actually done shit. And B, this is an independent council, so you really don't have any authority to run it. Yeah, and you've, like, privately tried to fire half the people involved. You haven't been successful, yeah. but you've, yeah. like, floated that idea many times. And, like, as we, like, all know, like, Rod Rosenstein is the one that can fire Mueller, and, and he has no plan to do so. Yeah. So, I mean, I go back and forth between whether Donald Trump is like outwardly lying when he says those things, or if he just fundamentally doesn't understand what's happening to him. And I think it could be both. When you read his transcripts of like his speeches or his interviews and you, they don't make sense. Like they are literally all over the place. And I wish I, like I, I saw one yesterday that he gave a speech at some like, um, New York, like, I don't know, fucking thing. Yeah. And it was like, this is legitimate, garbage it's like, like gobbledygook yeah it makes no sense it's every it, it's basically like a bad mad libs yeah without like that they didn't insert the right functions like when you're supposed to put a noun he puts like an adjective yeah like it really makes no sense it, yeah it's it's so wild that that is one of the things that people connect to about him is his like way of speaking because for me it like is unintelligible nonsense yeah but to other people and i do it's like beautiful when, i do like when people point out the fact that hillary clinton met for 11 hours during the benghazi hearing and was it bill clinton who met for hours too yeah as president have. And so he did perjure himself. Yeah, but <laughs> perjury like, trap. <laughs> you can you can do it, man. You yeah. can do it. Just just do it. I'd love you to. Yeah. We're re- I'm rooting for Donald Trump to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Donald, Hot do tip. it. Live stream it. Yeah. We want to see what you do. Um. So yeah, I guess we could keep going. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Um. So 
the Russians are also back on their bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft said, uh, like, released a report that it detected and seized websites that were created in recent weeks by hackers list- linked to a Russian unit formerly known as the GRU. These are, like, the people who fucked with our last election. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing is these sites were for conservative think tanks that have broken with Donald Trump and are supporting continued sanctions against Russia. Yes. And so, so like basically what happened is that the links that were they were associated with these organizations, they were the Hudson Institute and the International Republican Institute. But basically what they did is they hacked the links that they owned and then you click on it. And then the hackers would try and steal your passwords and other credentials. Yeah. So like clicking on the link gave them access to you and uh-huh. your information, which they could then use for their nefarious Russian yeah. purposes. So like, the, and like also the International Republican Institute like has like John McCain on the board and Lindsey Graham and H.R. Um, McMaster. People like certain Republicans that are like not necessarily wouldn't align with President Trump. I mean, yeah. Lindsey Graham is kind of a different story, but Lindsey Graham doesn't know where he stands yeah. about President Trump. And apparently, the the Microsoft also found websites imitating the state. The Senate. So it's not good either. Yeah, that's definitely not great. My only silver lining on this is that maybe this would be more of a wake up call to Republicans that it's like, yeah. oh, they're equal opportunity. Yeah, hackers. they don't give a shit who it they, is. Yeah, like they'll hack you guys just the same. They're yeah. only, they are, as we've said before, agents of chaos. Yeah. They just want to create chaos and they'll create chaos in the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, in the U.S. at large. So, my that was my only thing is like maybe at No this, one is safe. Maybe some high-ranking Republicans who are a part of these institutes will be like, okay, this is a fucking problem. Yeah, and because it's only going to get worse unless we address the situation now. Like, in, imagine like 2024. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, when we're not even thinking about Donald Trump, praise be. Yeah. Or who knows he could run for yeah. a third term yeah or it's legally mandated that we think about him every couple of weekend <laughs> that we turn towards the white house and think about him at like 4 p.m and noon every day <laughs> um oh yeah he just steals that from the muslims and is like no you have to pray to donald trump every day at several like in the morning and after yeah, night. No. okay i have another update and it's upsetting yeah um, so yesterday, if you caught our sub siesta, we talked a little bit about the situation with Asia Argento. Um, just to give you guys some background, if you don't know, Asia Argento is an Italian filmmaker and actress. She was one of the first people to go public about her accusations of assault against Harvey Weinstein. She's been a real leader in the Me Too movement in general. Uh, Brian and I saw her yeah, at true. the Women in the World Summit. This, and Anthony Bourdain. I know, because she was dating Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. at the time of his death, and he came to accompany her at the Women in the World Summit. Yeah. So we did see him this year, which is crazy. So She was very enigmatic. Yes, and she, yeah, she, and she spoke very, she's spoken very eloquently. She's a part of the Time's Up as well. She's spoken a lot about that. So, a report came out in the New York Times on Monday, I believe, that states that Argento paid $380,000 to another actor named Jimmy Bennett, who accused her of sexually assaulting him in 2013. So, the deets on that are, in 2004, Bennett played Argento's son in the film The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things. Didn't see it. No. Um, In 2018, sometime after... The Harvey, Har- the Harvey Weinstein stuff happened. Bennett filed a notice of intent to sue Argento. 
In the notice, he details a May 9th, 2013 meeting with Argento in her Marina Del Rey hotel room. Bennett was 17. Argento was 37. And so apparently they're like great. touching foreheads in the picture. Yeah. there. So there are some Instagram pictures, which actually we have an article on the website in the sub section that has all of the Instagram pictures. But basically what Bennett says, um, so he's under the age of consent in California. When this happened, he says that Argento requested to be alone with him, gave him ac- alcohol, performed oral sex, and then had intercourse with him. And then she asked to take photos of him and the photographs allegedly taken on this day of the two of them partially closed in bed were included in this notice sent by Bennett. So after this, Shortly after the Harvey Weinstein thing, Argento's lawyer, a, a lawyers agreed to a settlement of $380,000. And in exchange, Bennett relinquished the right to sue Argento or post the photograph of the two partially closed in 2013. But the settlement did not include a non-disclosure agreement because Argento lawyer, Argento's lawyer claimed uh, that she felt it was inconsistent with the public message she conveyed about the societal perils of non-disclosure agreements. Because um, Harvey Weinstein would use uh, non-disclosure agreements, a.k.a. NDAs. Um, that was a lot of acronyms. Yes. Um, to silence his victims, and so she didn't want to come across like that. And so there's actually, like, she's also disclosed this, like, um, conversation she had with Anthony Bourdain because he is the one who actually paid the money. Yes. Um, to uh, Bennett. Yeah, so that came out today, and I have her statement, yeah. so I was just going to read it. So as of yesterday when we did the siesta, she had not made a statement, but now she has made one. She says... I strongly deny and oppose the contents of the New York Times article dated the 20th of August 2018 as circulated in national and international news. I'm deeply shocked and hurt by having read the news that is absolutely false. I never had any sexual relationship with Bennett. I was linked to him only during several years by friendship only, which ended when, subsequent to my exposure in the Weinstein case, Bennett, who was then undergoing severe economic problems and who had previously undertaken legal actions against his own family requesting millions in damages, unexpectedly made an exorbitant request of money from me. Bennett knew my My boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, was a man of great perceived wealth and had his own reputation as a beloved public figure to protect. Anthony insisted this be handled privately and that and this was also what Bennett wanted. Anthony was afraid of the possible negative publicity that such a person whom he considered dangerous could have brought upon us. We decided to deal compassionately with Bennett's demand for help and give it to him. Anthony personally undertook him undertook to help Bennett economically upon the condition that we would no longer suffer any further intrusions in our life. This is, therefore, the umpteenth development of a sequence of events that brings me great sadness and that continues a longstanding persecution. I have therefore no other choice but to oppose such false allegations and will assume in the short term all necessary in initiatives for my protection before all competent venues. Asia Argento. So so people often like look at um, settlement agreements as someone admitting guilt. But however, that is not always, always the case. People do that to protect their public image. Also, like if a lawyer is charging like hundreds of dollars an hour, it's can be very fucking expensive like without that and then like you know you know like it's a long process so i don't know what to think you know what i mean i know i keep going back and forth because on the one hand there are some things that seem strange to me like that he did it like right after she became public and if this is true about him having asked his parents for money but also if i'm holding myself to the standards of me too that i've held myself to before it's like you believe these victims. Yeah. So 
I'm having a hard time with it. I yeah. think it's really strange. I think it's really unfortunate. My hope is that someone who's a real journalist who can look yeah. into these things My, can verify some of the stuff Argento says. Well, what I think about it also is if you're 37 years old, why are you hanging out with a 17 year old? Yeah. Why? Like, why are you in a hotel room with why, a 17 year old? Yeah. You know, like, and what is this picture? And why? Yeah. What is this picture? If you guys are like half clothed in a bed together, like, what is this for? Right. Cause it, I mean, it, it says if he it was included like, the picture. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, even if you guys didn't do anything, this doesn't seem appropriate. It does not bode well for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe they didn't, who, who knows? Who, who I have knows? a hard time questioning what this guy did because it feels like hypocritical to me as someone who has been in the past like people don't come forward with sexual assault allegations out of the blue for publicity yeah. or money and then for me to turn around just because it's someone I like and be like this guy did it for money seems hypocritical to me yeah so I mean I really hope that you know like a real journalist it just makes me kind of sad I know that Anthony Bourdain is like being brought up in this light. You know, know what I mean? Like, it's not like he did anything, but he is like, he's like, he's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He, has a, he has a daughter that like probably doesn't want to think about this shit. And it's unfortunate that people who are already looking to discredit me too, because they're shitty will potentially use this as a way to get to that end. And <sighs> I, I don't understand. Like I, and I am also curious as to Bennett's like, why did he feel the need to come public with this afterwards? I don't know. Yeah, that's my question is, I maybe that I, I would actually have to look into whether or not the New York Times like obtained this or if he gave I, it to them because I think it's against the agreement for him to have gone public. Well, so that's what the, that's what the, the thing is, is he didn't sign NDA, but he said he couldn't re uh, release the picture. So I feel like he did oh. speak out about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he is able to speak. I would love to hear from him though of course yeah. maybe not everyone wants to make a public statement immediately about something as traumatic as that uh, uh, yeah i think it's just we really hope it doesn't discredit the whole movie. yeah like we'll see how it all pans out whether i mean it doesn't discredit the whole movie. no it doesn't but i don't want like i it makes like these like assholes like say like oh well look look at look at this bitch and you know two things can be true like Asia exactly. argento could have been and I believe was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein and she also could have perpetrated abuse yeah, against someone else like yeah. that like one didn't happen just because the uh, like one isn't like negated just because the no. other happened yeah. like if you're like if your like family got murdered and then you murdered someone like both <laughs> murders would still be murders <laughs> <laughs> yeah they would still not be good yeah like they would both be criminal like it's not like the other guy would be like well we let you out of jail yeah <laughs> because you know you your murder was negated so that's unfortunate we'll keep you guys updated as far as anything we know about yeah. that yeah um hopefully she finds they all find peace and happiness. yeah i hope everyone finds peace and happiness and light in this world particularly <laughs> michael avenatti yeah exactly <laughs> all um, right yeah so um make sure you guys check out our instagram to see our sub siesta where we'll um talk more about michael cohen and paul manafort um and also if you like our podcast please screenshot it and post it to your insta story tell your friends rate write uh review subscribe mm -hmm. and if you post it on your insta story We'll send you some dope stickers. Yeah. And also, 
I'd like to point out that there's only 77 days until the midterm elections. <laughs> and so you guys need to make sure you register to vote. If you go to betches.co slash vote, you can register. That's amazing. Yeah. And with, sign up for our newsletter. Vote. Oh, and sign up for our newsletter. And if you screenshot that, we'll send you more stickers. Yeah. You just have to DM us your address because sometimes people just tweet at me like, where are my stickers? And I'm like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how to get them to you. <laughs> they just magically arrive. All We're right, not the guys. Russians. We can't, we can't find out. Exactly your, true. I don't have a hacked link set up so that I can figure out all your exactly. personal information. Not so. yet. Co slash vote. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not a hacked link. Anyway, no. uh, guys, <laughs> until the end of democracy, I'm Lee Frantz. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Batches.